Hi everyone, my name is Kiara Jafter. I am 23 years old. I'm currently um, part of a research fellowship and I'm starting an internship soon, so I'm super excited and super nervous. Today we are talking about inner strength and I don't know why superior chose me child, she knows we've been through a lot together. Um, but I really hope that this is not only a healing experience for myself, but for you too, yeah. Sophie. Hello friends and welcome yet to another episode of The Real Tea on Self Love with me, your host, Simpiwe Masilo. Today, we're speaking about inner strength with one of my closest friends, Kiara Jafter. Kiara is a 22-year-old intersectional gender activist who's passionate about creating a safe and secure environment for all individuals. She's defined inner strength as something she's had to tap into quite a bit in her young adult life and although she can't say she's mastered it knowing herself and getting to know her inner self has given her great courage i'm so excited to have kiara on this episode and to delve deeper into this definition of inner strength that she's given to us if you feel as if you'd like to share what your definition of inner strength is and how you go about tapping into your inner strength please feel free to leave a voice message on the anchor app or to follow us on social media at the realty on self-love and drop and drop a message over there let's get into it because of what I know about you and how long I've known you for, I when I think of the topic inner strength, I, I definitely think of you. Like it's you're one of the first people that I think of, and I had to just be like, Kiara, please, please, please. I just feel like I hounded you to be here, and I am so happy that I did. Um, and I'm so happy that you introduced our topic for today on inner strength. How do you define inner strength? I think I don't have one finite or one definition of what inner strength would be for me. But I think it's more of a feeling towards myself that I've had as of late. Um, For me, inner strength, and I know this is cliche because I've, I've heard it a lot before, but I genuinely feel like for me, inner strength is being able to allow myself to be vulnerable and to allow myself in spaces of vulnerability um you know to I'm I'm not gonna lie I am I struggle with not knowing what will happen in my future I have a big fear but something that I have been working on has been trying to be vulnerable in these moments um, and in periods of uncertainty and it's it's given me great strength I'm not gonna lie allowing myself that vulnerability has definitely given me a lot of strength it does it does give a lot of strength I think also it being cliche it's cliche for a reason it's cliche because it's true my mom always says this to me every time I'm like oh mom what a cliche why why would you just throw that at me but it's it's the way that it is and it's the truth and I think yeah like I was saying this the other day to someone that having the courage to be human is such a raw experience and it's such like a 
Like it feels like I have an open scab that's just constantly being aired out by the elements every single day. But allowing myself to actually go through that and allowing, you know, this like scar to kind of over time heal on its own, you know, it's it's part of the beauty of being human. And I think when you say that inner strength is allowing yourself to be vulnerable, it, it is true. And it's part of like the beauty of being a human being trying to just navigate what's going on around here and I think also because of the fact that like guys let's be honest for a lot of us we're reaching a like a pivotal point in our lives and we've had to spend most of it locked away inside I I remember thinking the other day that I do not know my 20s outside of a pandemic I don't know what 20 something looks like without the coronavirus (laughs) without wearing a mask, without being inside, without all these restrictions, you know, and having to kind of navigate a new world, I think requires a different level of inner strength. I think, you know, um, for me, I also subscribe to what society told me strength on a person like me looks like, you know, Mm -hmm. on a fat woman of color, you know, mm. there was a specific lens of what strength looked like. Um, you know, you are the strong one. You are the, in comparison, to, in comparison to my cousins and siblings, I was constantly being told, you know, you are the strong one. You are this, you are that. And it never really allowed me that space to tap into what my actual inner strength is. Um, hence me, you know, tapping into that vulnerability aspect again. And it's so true what you're saying our generation, you know, it's the first time we're experiencing a pandemic and our new normal and these new societal pressures that have been placed on us, you know. Mm. Um, That's why I think it's so important to tap into that vulnerability um, and just to allow yourself to feel. I think I wouldn't be in the healing space that I am in now if I never gave myself that place to tap into my inner strength and to be and not the idea of what people gave to me and what I internalized my strength should look like or should be like Mm. and I generally feel like people our age I know it's easier said than done but if you can just even if it's for a little while tap into that vulnerability yeah and then from there I think one thing you've you've just mentioned and it's something I I completely overlooked is the fact that like inner strength is something very personal and we all need to take the responsibility to define for ourselves. And yet, based on how we look, look, people prescribe a definition of inner strength for us because of, yeah. you know, you're a black woman, you're a woman of color, you know, you're overweight, you're underweight, you're tall, you're short, you know, you're gay, you're queer, therefore your strength needs to look like this. And you, you internalize and you take it on and you forget that, no, wait, hold up, but it's my strength and it should look how I want it to look, right? And I think with that as well, then it's important to then be like, okay, but then if it's my strength, what does, it, how does it serve me and the relationship I have with me, you know? Mm-hmm. So I wanted to ask you, how do you obtain and maintain a healthy relationship with yourself? so that you know what it is you need from your strength? I think, you know, it's 
for me, it's all having to be honest with myself, you know, knowing when to just take a break from what life is throwing at you or being able to, you know, differentiate between what you've put on yourself as strength and mm. what you are allowing um, to influence what your inner strength is as opposed to, like I said earlier, what society tells you is okay and what is not okay. So just listening to yourself, getting to know yourself more, like we said, or like you mentioned earlier, um, you know, getting to know yourself um, better, trying to understand who you are, what being strong is to you. And yeah, it's, it's, it's very difficult. I'm not going to lie um, to maintain what strength looks like for me. But I think the, the moment I feel strong is, as I mentioned, when I can be vulnerable, but when I can also take a break and be honest to myself and say, okay, you know what? I'm in charge of this right now. Yeah. I'm not going to do what society has placed on me. And again, I know it's all easier said than done, but I think the older I'm becoming and the less BS I'm taking from people, the better it is becoming for me to navigate and, you know, maintain the strength. I like that. I like that a lot. And I remember saying this to you um, and our Vash, also a friend here at the Real Tea, that being like turning 22 it brought so much like harmony and peace to me I feel like when as you get older you just I don't know you learn so much more about yourself and you truly enjoy it like for example I recently learned that there come times where I genuinely get so scared being by myself and hanging out with myself and then it's kind of like okay no way but are you really scared of being by yourself was it because you've been told that hanging out by yourself and being a loner is a weird thing and it's wrong and you shouldn't do it and I feel like after I got over that I realized that no but I like being by myself actually it's nice like I'm a really cool person like I like hanging out with me exactly and I mean you know you should have your back more than anyone else I think you know simply where we attended the same high school we are a year apart so we spent a lot of our high school career together yeah and not just as you know schoolgoers, but also our relationship outside of school as friends and essentially colleagues working together as well um i think you know we know we're not the same people we were back then um we i can't speak for you but obviously for myself there were there were a lot of things in my environment that influenced me you know mm. um and now the older you become, yo, I've heard a lot of people say this. And to be honest, the older I'm becoming, the more I'm realizing you just, you're just not caring anymore. You just, you're doing things for you. You're growing for you. And society's influences, these pressures you felt when you were much or when you were younger or in your teens, it just, it slowly disappears and it feels it feels like a weight is being lifted off my shoulders you know yeah. not having to or perform or be influenced by certain things it's just whew, it feels like I can breathe you know 
you feel like there's air yeah, finally. I, yeah, I really wish this this freedom and just you know this feeling of being comfortable uh, to everyone. You know, everyone deserves to just feel like they can breathe. What happens like in the moments where you feel weak? What do you start to say to yourself to help you get up again? Because I don't know. For me, sometimes I'll I'll be going good and everything is going fine, you know, and then. Out of nowhere, this thought is on top. <laughs> but girl, you know, you kind of suck. You know, like when when that happens, what are you retaliating back with? Yeah. I mean, look, I'll be the first person to admit I don't think I have a bulletproof answer because I allow myself to feel every emotion that I feel, every, you know those pesky little words that come at you, those pesky little thoughts, mm. you know. Um, not saying, you know, you should fester in them and, you know, think yourself into believing that is the truth. But when I feel emotion, should I say, um, I allow myself to feel it, you know, I allow myself to feel those emotions. And when I'm ready, I pick myself up and it's where to from here. How can yeah. you work on ensuring that, these feelings, these thoughts that are untrue, you know, we delete them from our minds because they are so untrue. These are things, these are imaginary words and just feelings, these feelings of not being good enough. How do we ensure that, you know, we do not allow it to consume our daily lives and our daily beings? And again, it starts with just tapping into who you know you are. You know you are those words. You know you are greater than what your mind might be telling you, what others might be telling you. And I think, you know, it just starts with reminding yourself that you are more than those words that, you know, pop up. And I also think, I wouldn't say like I have the exact words, but I also think, surrounding yourself and placing yourself in environments that you know give you those kind reminders that you are worthy and you are not that negative energy or those negative words that try both into your mind yeah what do you believe about yourself that helps keep you strong and where did you like gain these beliefs from like I can give you example one thing I definitely believe about myself and I was saying this um, earlier on today is that I'm delusional in the best way possible if I believe that I am going to find myself in Paris tomorrow morning don't ask me how don't ask me the food or what's the why then watch I'll find myself in Paris tomorrow morning despite all the doubts that can come my way and for me that comes from my mom you know telling me as a kid that I'm delusional but for her, she was saying it as a joke, but I took it as like, oh, okay, cool. I get that I'm delusional, yeah. but and I like that word. It kind of makes it seem like I'm this really crazy kid that can do anything, you know? Yeah. And I've taken that with me still to this day. Sometimes it's gotten me mentally down, but more often than not, it's really helped like pick me up. Being like, I'm delusional, therefore I can definitely do it. Yeah. Well, I think for me, what I I would say is, you know, 
something I always tell myself is I'm capable and I'm exactly where I need to be. Even if it's not on a specific timeline that I set out for myself or I'm not where I want it to be, I know that in this moment, I'm exactly where I need to be and I know that I'll be where I have to be in the future. Mm. And I think that I'm really grateful to have the supportive parents and family and friends that I have that, you know, just help me assure myself that I am capable and I, I'll be where I have to be. I'll get there eventually. It might not be, you know, on this timeline that I set out for myself when I was 18 and naive and I thought that things are going to happen in this um, particular way, but I will get there eventually. I just have to keep telling myself that I, I am capable. I am so capable of being where I need to be and where I have to be. True. Sometimes I actually feel like because I'd be finding like letters that I wrote to myself when I was 18 about, you know, where I should be at this point in my life. I kind of just want to be like, go shut up. I get what you're trying to Honestly, like when I look at my timeline, you know, of what I wanted, there, there were so many, I mean, not unrealistic things, but there were so many things that I look at on this timeline. You know, I wanted to have my degree by then, be married by then, have kids by then, all these silly things, you know, and it's good to have a vision and a dream by all mm-hmm. means, but putting an age or a time on things sometimes gives you a war perspective of what you think your life should be when actually it's okay if it doesn't end up being like that. And I look at my timeline now from the experiences that I've had and where I'm in my life now and I'm so glad you know that that is not how things turned out to be because Mm. I wouldn't have experienced that the way I have right now and you know I wouldn't have the opportunity for all or I wouldn't have the opportunity to experience what I'm going to you know Mm. and I don't think that I would be the happiness that I have right now, I don't think I would have had. Should that timeline, the unrealistic timeline I created for myself, you know, I followed through with it. Hmm. Yeah. I agree with that. And I quickly want to just jump back to an earlier part of this conversation. We were talking about vulnerability, right? Because I was having this conversation with another person about how they defined inner strength. And they were saying that it's um, a resistance you know, um, and being able to resist yourself from showing emotions, right? And I, I was kind of arguing and saying that, no, but being vulnerable is a beautiful part of being strong. You know, it doesn't necessarily yes. have to be a weakness, right? When does, does there ever come a time where vulnerability is a weakness? I definitely think, you know, while we shouldn't always live in fear or, you know, vulnerability done to the extreme can have harms and can prevent you from, I guess, doing new things and being a sporadic person, which sometimes I really wish I could be. So it's actually something you know, 
that I have been trying to work on a lot. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like, you know, for me, sorry, <laughs> um, I was just going to say, I think for me, it's, it's a matter of balance. You know, I feel like yeah. you can be too vulnerable in a way that you end up um, harming yourself. And at the same time, you yeah. can also be too closed off and emotionally distanced in a way that yeah. you're also harming yourself, you know, because I think another part of having inner strength is also being able to know when you need help. I definitely think, I, I mean, I agree with you 100% that it's so important to have that balance. And I definitely think I'm at that point in my life where I'm trying to keep myself that balance, mm. you know, simply because of what my experiences have been and how, to a large extent, what I've experienced and also what I've internalized, you know, has taken that sense of vulnerability away from me. Yeah. Um, so like I said, for me, inner strength is being able to tap into my vulnerability for me. And if people feel the same way, you know, that they struggle to tap into it, I really hope they, that they reach that place. But, you know, it's so important that you are bringing up the fact that balance is important. You know, being able to discern between when to be vulnerable and when, you know, strength is important. Um, like I said, I am definitely not a pro. I've not mastered it yet, but I think the older I become, the more I experience life, the more I see, learn and learn. I, I really hope to one day find that balance. Yeah, I think it's important. I think we're all trying to get there, you know? But going back to 18-year-old Kiara, who had this timeline about where you should be right now, if you look back from that moment to now, there's obviously been a lot of, and I mean, even looking back, uh, you would like, there's a lot of moments where you've had to be strong, you know, um, and moments where sometimes, you know, you feel like you are weak and you've had to lean on other people, you know, a lot of challenges that you've gone through. During those times, what is something that you feel like you've learned about yourself, something that's come up each time about yourself that you honestly love? cherish mm -hmm. um i think in these moments of weakness something that has come out of it you know and that i really do cherish are many of the relationships i have in my life at this point in time and knowing that i can lean on my friends and just have always have a space my friendships and my family members um and the people who are actively involved in my life always hold such an open space for me you know to experience and express what i'm feeling so i think that that ha that's definitely something i value and appreciate so much especially coming from you know a childhood you know, all up to te my teen years, where I don't really think I had that many open and comfortable spaces where mm. I could truly just be myself and rely on, you know, the people I, I had brought into my life. Um, 
so yes the relationships that i have forged now with um the people in my life i'm really grateful that you know i have a very supportive family but to also have really supportive friends you know who love me and allow me to be me and allow a space for me it's you know, it makes me so happy and it's, i really hold on dearly with you it's definitely the energy you give out you definitely allow us to feel as if we can breathe in your space and we can be ourselves in your space and we can you know just just sit in our own skins comfortably in your space it's definitely that energy that you give out that I love so much and I felt like I need it here and I need you know to to just share it because wow it is it's so special and it's so wonderful but it's also like I don't know sometimes I just feel like okay no let's be selfish like what if you just don't edit this and don't share it and then you just listen to this by yourself and you're selfish with it this is like I can't have to you know because it's it's such a warm and wonderful space to be in. Oh, thank you so much. I think I've always wanted to cultivate an environment that is safe and just accepting and warm for everyone. It's what my parents have done with our house for years. And it's what I do want to bring into my adult life. I know that Figuring myself out and who I am, my likes and my dislikes, definitely haven't allowed me to do it. And you know, if I have not allowed an open, safe space for people, it's something that I really do want to work on and mm. just better myself with. Um, because everybody deserves that. Everybody yeah. deserves to be in spaces that are safe and comfortable and that just allow them to be warm so we're very grateful that you've created that, you know, and I wanted to ask from all the things that you've taken in growing up about inner strength, what is something that you've taken in and you're like, okay, no, this one's a good one, like advice that you've been given about inner strength? Mm -hmm. So I actually, um, there's a quote from one of my favorite authors, mm. her name is Audre Lorde. So... I just want to get it quickly because <laughs> I wrote it down. So in one of her books, I just need to get the name of her, the book, sorry. But in one of the books, she says, while it is most desirable not to be afraid, learning to put fear into perspective gave me great strength. So I did mention earlier that I have always struggled. A big fear that I have and that I've had for a very long time is the fear of the unknown, the fear of the mm. future, being incredibly anxious. And again, I know it's, it, I don't know if it's cliche, but people always say there are certain things in books that, you know, change their lives. And yeah. it's for me seeing an author write this in their book, you know, was kind of a breath of fresh air for me because it made me realize, okay, I'm really not the only one suffering or struggling to conceptualize my fear, mm. but it's okay to have it. And it's okay, you know, to use it to your advantage, to advance your strength. It's totally okay. Um, I, yeah, and I, 
I'm obsessed with that. Honestly speaking, because for the I remember there was a time where um I like there's something I remember Wolf Smith had said about that something along the lines of fear being one of the most useless emotions ever. And I'd be like, you know what? Yeah, I don't fear anything, you know, I am fearless. And then after a while, I don't know like from where, but I remember being like, I honestly believe that my biggest fear is fear because mm-hmm. all this time I think the only reason why I've been able to have the courage to do all of these things is because I believed that I feared nothing and now I fear that I might fear fear itself I'm running away from fear mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. but now hearing that and being like but put fear into perspective you know I feel like it's giving me a different outlook on fear and on courage as well because I think the two go hand in hand yeah and I mean it's you know when you're leaning to what you said earlier about balance Mm. you know it's also just finding that balance um and being somewhat comfortable to tell yourself it's okay to be fearful but making that fear your strongest tool and finding your strength in it you know and it's easier said than done um but using it using the fears that i sometimes have to overcome things and wanting to do that in the future mm. i know now i can use it as a great strength yes and not use it to you know cripple myself or rather um intensify the anxious the feelings of anxious that I have or anxiety that I have you know mm. so the book that I got that from is Audrey Lord's When I Dare to Be Powerful so honestly I would recommend you reading it it's she was a queer author absolutely amazing and yeah I need to get seeing, it please do like I said seeing someone as influential as Audrey Lord some I mean that community of having a certain fear or that advice like it makes you feel like there's a community or that there is a community and you're not I'm not alone and there are people experiencing the same things as I do and it's okay to experience these things you know Mm. I think that's probably like one thing that cripples us as a generation is feeling so lonely in our struggles and feeling like we have to walk everything by ourselves so having you know that type of that type of advice come from someone that you feel like oh my goodness there's no way that you can be paralyzed by the same things that paralyzed me it, it's it's heartwarming and it's kind of like okay yeah. you know what maybe I can do it and it's actually perfectly okay for me to feel this way I just yeah. I still have to keep going and I can keep going and there's someone who's been here that I can almost someone is almost holding my hand in a way if that makes sense you know and I I I enjoy that and I feel I think that's also another reason why I was so like forceful on myself to create this space because I think for me as much as I I didn't know who else would you know benefit from this or who else would like be able to join me and which friends I'd be able to speak to on this space but I just felt like I needed to have this space and 
if I needed to, then maybe there is just one other person who needs to have that space too. And if I can at least, you know, hold hands with that one other person, I feel, you know, a little bit accomplished, you know, a little bit, you know, pat my own back type of situation, you know. I want to like ask yeah. you as well. There's, oh, sorry, is there something you wanted to add? No, I just wanted to say, you know, your community will find you and has been finding you, you know, because your podcast has been doing so well. It's a safe space for a lot of people. And I think on your journey of self-love, you have, even if you don't know it, you have brought so many people with you and you can be, and you have helped people, so many people start their journey. And I'm so proud of you and you can be so proud of yourself, you know? And your message will always reach the right people. That's awesome. Thank you. Please don't make me cry. love you oh man i love you too okay so like today's getting so emotional but and i'm i'm loving the entire energy around it i wanted to ask there are a lot of times where you can kind of see that something is going to be challenging before it's challenging you can kind of see that okay i have to brace myself for this one i'm gonna have to be strong what are normally the signs that you can see where you can be like okay i need i need my inner strength right now I usually, I, I start feeling it. My body, weirdly enough, tells me when it's time to tap Girl. into that inner, you know. Um, I feel like in my core, my stomach kind of goes like, like nerves. Right? Yes. Right. Um, and I, I mentioned it earlier, you know, I was never really given the spaces that I found myself in, especially when I was younger. I was never given that space to feel and to, you know, be vulnerable and actually tap into what inner strength is for me um so now my body my body sends me sing- signals it will let me know that girl it's time mm-hmm. we you are needed here right now you need to tap into it and i think in instinct is you know all of us well, i can't say all of us but you instinct kicks in you know at, mm. you know time to tap into your industry that's so true and it's so like weird because i remember lot like i don't know when because i remember i used to like i went through like a seriously like dark mental stage and i didn't feel that sort of like tummy like rolling type of situation where i felt like you know i i need my industry right now but before when I was in a like in a better space and I felt like you know I'm, I'm actually doing things for myself that require a lot of courage and that require a lot of inner strength that's when I could feel it and then I remember last year um I don't even know what I was doing I think I was about to go to bed and the day after the next day I, I had something important that I needed to do that I was really scared and nervous of and I got that feeling and I remember just honestly praying and just saying thank you so much for bringing that it sounds like a nervous gut feeling I don't know how to describe it but I I prayed on thank I prayed saying thank you so much for bringing that back because for me I think needing my inner strength is a sign that I'm doing what's right for me and I'm living and I'm here and I'm breathing and I'm present 
-hmm. and I'm required to be present. I think we can be so grateful that, you know, we have, we are able to tap into our instinct, you know. Um, sometimes people don't have that and might run into trouble <laughs> not having that gut feeling or that guardian angel just mm. constantly making you aware of your situation. So it's, it really is, I really am grateful that we have those little, you know, alarms and reminders. Mm -hmm. I always feel like, I don't know, maybe you could, if if yours like just feels differently, but I must feel like those signs of in, intuition kind of come along when you're following your path. Uh huh. If that makes That's sense. A, yeah, yeah. Because I wow. think I don't know when when you're pulled away or when you pull yourself away from where you should be going. It's almost like you're blocking yourself from seeing and from hearing anything else. And I don't know, it kind of for me, it's like you're disrespecting your guardian angel. And you're kind of just being like, wow, I'll figure it out. And they answer, I'm okay, go figure it out. But the moment you go on your path, they're not saying that your path is going to be an easy path, but you still have to go on it. Easy or hard is it for you to stay on your path? Well, I think, you know, life does come with its distractions. Um, and, you know, things to try and take you off your path. And I'm not going to say that it's easy for me. There have been many instances where I have found myself completely off you know, my path. So I'm, I'm definitely not going to say it's been easy for me. Um, but I think, you know, when we find ourselves out off of our path or, you know, just unaligned with what is for us, guides will kindly, you know, push us back into our path. Mm. But we also need to remind ourselves, you know, about the journey we are taking and where we eventually want to see ourselves because life comes with all these distractions you know and it's so easy to find yourself off your path but I think that's where discipline and that constant reminder to yourself of where you need to be and where you want your journey to go needs to come into play. Because I had a, an episode that I did about discipline. And one of my favorite words that I like to match with discipline is diligence. For me, you know, taking it slow and just, you know, doing yeah. one task every day at your own pace, at your own time. Yeah. You know, just what do you, what would you like to say to your younger self about what you've come to understand about inner strength that you definitely didn't understand then? Well, I would at first want to apologize to my younger self, you know? I want to apologize to them for placing the world's expectations of what strength should be on their shoulders. 
and for carrying that heaviness for so long. Mm. And I want them to know that <laughs> they're going to be okay. They are genuinely going to be okay. And Oh, girl, you got me tearing up. And <laughs> it's so weird. I think more than anything, you know, I, I genuinely just want, I want the younger version of me to forgive themselves mm-hmm. or place everyone's perception and idea of what strength should be. Everyone's per- perception and idea of who I should be on their shoulders. And yeah, I just want them to know that everything is going to be okay. We might not have it figured out now at 22, might not have it figured out in the next few years. I really hope that now you know you've forgiven yourself because I feel like that requires a lot of inner strength and I hope you know that here at the realty we really well me some Piwe I really look up to you and the strength that you have for me it is ultimately so inspiring thank you no thank you thank you for having me I mean like I said in the I guess, you know, when we spoke about doing this, we did speak about a place of healing. And I think Mm. everyone deserves that. And I don't think you understand how lovely the past few days of recording this just helped me so much. So I really hope whoever listens to this, you know, if there's one bit that you take from the nonsense I've been rambling on (laughs) I really hope there's something that stays with you or that sticks with you and just reminds you that you know you are enough it's okay to be vulnerable it's okay to take a break and thank you Kiara Thank you so much for being on The Realty of Self-Love. I want you to know that you are blessed, you are favoured, and girl, you are highly flavoured. Really appreciate it. I hope that this just brings healing to a lot of other people who need it. Because for me as well, this has just been an amazing journey. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And that's it. That's a wrap. That's that's the real tea on self-love. That's the real tea on inner strength. Featuring Kiara Jafta. I have had the honor of being your host in this episode. My name is Cynthia Marcelo. In case you forgot. Also in case you forgot, friends, you are blessed with your favorite and you are highly flavored. Until next time. <laughs>